Good day everybody and welcome to The Dan Show on Slice Radio. It's episode number 35 and you didn't think I'd make it. But here we are again. Did you know that DJ Charlie Fat from Sounds Like Teen Spirit, that's the 90s hits and memories show here on Slice Radio, is also a film reviewer and previewer. Charlie and I have a wonderful chat about Eternals, the latest offering from the Marvel Studios. Plus, we preview a lot of the big-budget movies coming up for 2022. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? And it is. Also, please let me mention Whole Human with Jamie Steddo Stedman. His chat with boxer Sam RC is not to be missed. Get that wherever you get podcasts. You're going to find that a real treat. Also, Her Story podcast for Slice Radio, starring Ashley. On her show this week, she has a conversation with Alice Ivy. She's only one of Australia's best up-and-coming producers and musicians, so you probably need to get on top of that. Don't forget to follow us on the socials. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok because we get a lot of information about pre-released music. That's right, music not even released yet. And we adore sharing it with you lovely Slice Radio supporters. Okay, here comes a very nice chat with DJ Charlie Fat. Music reviews, music previews. Dig it. We've got Charlie Fat. Not being a DJ, but being a VJ uh, today. A Hello, VJ. Charlie. Thanks for having me, Dan. Uh, it's great to have two jobs, being a host of my 90s show, uh, Sounds Like Teen Spirit, and now the resident Slice Radio film reviewer. You double the pay packet. Uh, oh, I, I insist on triple. Okay. That's not going to be a problem. Uh, Eternals or The Eternals, and no one can decide, but I think Marvel are going to go with Eternals, is the latest big-budget movie that to be released, and they spent $200 million on it. Not a cent more, not a cent less, and even oh. $200 million. What do you think, Charlie? Was it money well spent? Well, from my perspective, I, I quite enjoyed it. It's definitely got a different pace to the average Marvel movie. Uh, there's definitely more contemplation, there's more uh, drama, more talking to each other, lots of flashbacks. There, there is definitely some fighting, but interestingly enough, there isn't a specific baddie in this film. They're kind of just, um, I don't want to spoil too much, but you know, a lot of the movie is based around what on earth are the Eternals doing on earth and why haven't they been called back to their home planet of Olympia. Uh, so, look, I, I thought it was a really refreshing reset because, um, you know, the last couple of films have been characters that we're very familiar with, going, you know, revisiting characters, revisiting particular places. This was, it was kind of nice to um, spend some time with some brand new Marvel characters that I certainly didn't go into the film knowing much about at all. Yeah. Speaking of which, I've just flashed up some here. That's the comic book I used to have. My one Eternals was uh, number 18 of the original Jack Kirby run with the nerve beast on the front, front sucking wow. the heck out of uh, Icarus there. And uh, I think that's the only one I ever had. And I thought, mm, not for me. They just weren't my type of guys. And uh, I don't know why. I guess it doesn't really matter too much. Here is Icarus taking on the Hulk, which is no mean feat. If, and, if it uh, helps, if it helps, they're, they're slightly, um, they're slightly more multicultural now. Yes, yes. Oh, this is a good one. 
this is classic Jack Kirby crackling oh, atmosphere, man. and you can almost hear it going. Look at that. More fantastic than Chariots of the Gods. What could be better than Eric Von Daniken's Chariots of the Gods? What a great fictional read that is. Sounds good. Look, I don't read books. I think a lot of the really good books have been turned into a visual medium. And of course. Uh, I, I enjoy him that way. <laughs> Jack Kirby's covers are fantastic. He certainly broke the mold as far as com- comic book uh, drawing was, and his covers in particular are always good. What do you reckon? Still only, look at that, still only 25 cents. I don't remember when comics were 25 cents. No, me neither. I think the, the, uh, I think the cheapest I got was $1.50. Oh, of course. But still, course. That's, a, yeah, that's a while. It's a, it's a jumping off point for the new... Um, MCU, right? Uh, I, I think the box office so far has been a little bit muted because it, I guess it's very much an unknown quantity. Mind you, Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't really a known quantity, certainly not to me, and I, I would put that somewhere near the top of, of the Marvel Universe in terms of my enjoyment. Look, I, I thought it was it was gentle. It's quite long. Chloe Zhao, who, as you know, uh, won the Academy Award for Nomadland uh, at the most recent Oscars. I understand she'd already signed up to do uh, Eternals or The Eternals before uh, she won the Oscar. But um, she's well known for her uh, vistas and her landscapes. And and The Eternals is set absolutely everywhere. There's there's a scene in Australia, uh, Africa, there, you know, you name the country and there's a scene in The Eternals uh, from there. Um, and I understand that she, she didn't go the CGI and the, the green screen as much as other Marvel films. So it looks like they went out there and actually filmed on some wonderful locations uh, and there's certainly some landscapes that, that are, you know, you, you if, if you didn't know any different, could easily have been picked straight out of Nomadland. So it's very much a beautiful-looking film. But if you want to see superheroes punching each other, um, this is probably not the one for you. But uh, we should talk about the cast. The cast is pretty yeah. good. It's uh, a bit of a Game of Thrones reunion. You've got... Um, Richard Madden, who played Rob Stark, uh, he's one of the leads, and and Kit Harrington, who has a minor role in this film, but may feature in in others. He he was in Game of Thrones too. He he's in the film, uh, and then we have Gemma Chan, who uh, plays Cersei. She's kind of the lead, I guess. Interesting enough, uh, she was in Captain Marvel, mm. uh, playing a completely different character. So. Uh, it's almost like we've run out of actors to appear in these uh, Marvel films and and they need to, to to start recasting and recycling actors. I, I don't they, they shouldn't need to do this. Charlie Fat is available at any time to uh, stand in the background of any Marvel film. So there's no need to recycle actors. Um, yeah. You've got some pretty big, big hitters in the film too. Angelina Jolie, who's <laughs> very much a supported supporting character, but um, not surprisingly, she plays sort of the, the kick-ass Athena. Uh, uh, Salma Hayek's in it as, uh, I guess, a spiritual leader of the Eternals, but she's not uh, in an awful lot of the film. But my favourite uh Kumail uh, Nanjani, uh, a very, very funny actor. And apparently uh, Chloe Zhao let him um, kind of improvise his own dialogue and his lines are crackers. There's a great scene uh, in the film, and this isn't really a spoiler, while he's been um, 
hiding out on Earth, waiting to find out what's going on. Uh, for hundreds of years, he has forged himself a career in Bollywood, um, where he has appeared, starred in films as his grandfather, father, and himself. So obviously, he doesn't age. So over the years, he's portrayed his grandfather, father, and himself all starring in Bollywood films. And there's a great uh, Bollywood dance sequence, which you don't see much in Marvel films. And and I tell you what, Kumail is um, he's buff. He he's uh, he's he's cut now. He's he's done some major work to look good yeah. mind you he never takes his shirt off which doesn't make any sense whatsoever because the picture i saw on uh, social media is he's absolutely ripped kamail is a particularly nerdy stand-up comedian that's the way how oh, i think of him absolutely um, but in this film he uh he looks good he, he looks yeah, hard yeah. he's shooting balls or something out of his fist so uh yeah he's certainly um my favorite character from the film well, it's every comedian's dream to shoot balls of stuff out of your fist um, at hecklers and whatnot. Well, you know, uh, I'm glad Selma's, uh, she's no spring chooking, not that there's anything wrong with that, of course, because neither am I, but I'm glad she's not doing any high kicks or anything like that. And Angelina is slightly slightly younger. It's a really interesting cast. And apparently reps of Angelina said, you need to get yourself into the Marvel Universe, right? I mean, that's the message we're hearing. If you want to be in the big bucks, get into comic book movies. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but she's not the focus of the film at all. No. Very much an ensemble player, which is, I guess, rare. I'm used to seeing a kick-ass on her own. Mm. But she um, she plays the part well, but she she's certainly not the star of the film. I think you're telling me that the landscapes are the star of the film. Absolutely, and the, um, the, the, the the Eric Von Daniken UFO thing that they fly around in. It's interesting. They do address why the Eternals are uh, sort of hung out on Earth and did nothing uh, while Thanos was, you know, halving the population. Hmm. Um, and, you know, they had their rules of, of engagement. I'm not quite sold on why they wouldn't um, step in if things were going that badly. They certainly address it. My wife, who came to the film with me, who's not seen a lot of the Marvel films, um, certainly was able to follow along. So, it, you know, possibly a good starting point for someone who's really not been into it much. Yeah, I, I just wonder what they're thinking because this doesn't look like a, an obvious jump to uh, Thor Love and Thunder from for next year coming out, Wakanda Forever. I guess you can see that's a bit more, bit more talky, a bit more heartfelt. Yeah. And then Morbius, a comic I did enjoy back in the day, although I didn't manage to lay my hands on too many, is another Marvel property coming out next year. It, I think this is going to link to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm. Yeah. Which is quite a few years off. So it did say at the end of the film, the Eternals will return. Uh, which I don't recall seeing at the end of any any Marvel film saying that a particular hero is coming back. I can't remember. Certainly, you know, James Bond films would say at the end, James Bond will return. I definitely said the Eternals will return. And, of course, as per uh, MCU trademark, don't leave the cinema till the very, 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 very end of the credits. You know, you wouldn't dare spoil that. The Eternals will return. At time of report... Uh, 161.7 million, Wikipedia reckons. They'll be updating that every day or two. Yeah, so 200 that's... 200 million spent. What are we looking Plus, at for this one? Well, I reckon uh, 200 spent uh, is, is that doesn't include marketing. So you almost need to add half again for marketing. So they've, they've got to make 
300 million back mm. to get to even make a sense. So I don't know. I mean, I believe the international box office yeah. is doing much stronger than the US box office. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't feel as I don't feel like I want to see it more than once. Certainly, some of the stronger entries um, in the canon, I've gone multiple times. I think this will be a one-off for me, and I'll, then I'll wait to watch it on uh, Disney Plus. Like I gave it because uh, I rate all my films. I gave it seven out of ten in terms of most recently. I gave Shang Chi eight because I, I thought that was a little bit more enjoyable because a, a little bit more happened. Pretty good. I really enjoyed that one. So you think it might do three hundred? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll come up a little bit short, but it'll make it back eventually. I think, I mean, it's, it's, it's adding to the foundations of, of the, 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 the greater cause. But I think as a standalone, um, very expensive film, it's probably going to draw even, which is, is essentially a loss. But Disney's pockets are very deep. So, uh, I, I, look, I, they're certainly not going to cancel the MCU based on this particular film, Absolutely not making not. a mozza at the box office. Plus, you know, COVID, who, who knows how well anything should perform at the box office nowadays. Absolutely. I don't know. I think, I think it might end up sort of, uh, you know, a, make about 50, 60 million at the end of the day with the international box office. And uh, I think it's going to be okay. It'll make a small profit of $50, 60000000 million. Of course. <laughs> of course. That's just a, a drop in the ocean for can, uh, Mickey Mouse, isn't it? Can we get um, Charlie Fat's view on some of the big movies of next year just very quickly? Oh, oh boy. I'd love to. Jurassic what we, World we uh, domination. Oh, isn't it's, it? it's, it's, yeah. It, look, uh, I, I look. I, I really enjoy uh, Jurassic Park films. Um, I certainly enjoyed the the most. Uh, well, the, the 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 most recent of this trilogy. So, uh, Jurassic World, the first one, I, I quite enjoyed. Um, look, how many times can they go back to the well? I mean, how many times can the dinosaurs escape and we never quite learn the lesson that we should have learned from the last film? It'll be fun. Who, who doesn't want to see dinosaurs eating people? Yes, it would have been great back in the day to see all that going. Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. That's the one Rise no one asked Beast. for. I've, I've not even, yeah, the, the sequel that no one asked for. I, I think the, the last night, the one, the most recent one, uh, kind of killed the franchise. It was the one with Anthony Hopkins and it mm. tried to wrap the Transformers into King Arthur. It was uh, reasonably nonsensical. Uh, I think they've gone to the well too many times and um, I think they should retire the franchise uh, for another, you know, 10 or 15 years and then bring it back when we're eager for more. Yeah, sure. I mean, The Batman, that's going to be the another Batman. one. Why not? Let's make another one. I'm really keen to see uh, Robert Pattinson in the in the lead role. I'm really looking forward to uh, another spin on Batman. I, I, unlike Transformers or, or, or Dinosaurs, I'm quite happy for them to continue to remake uh, Batman over and over again because there's so many different ways to tell the same story. Um, I'm, I'm very happy to watch Batman over and over again. Of course, Adam West is the best no matter what. Absolutely. He had the widest belt for sure. And he had the biggest paunch, the biggest <laughs> Batman paunch. He had the best lines. Avatar 2 is another um, not very uh, eagerly awaited uh, sequel. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ava Avatar 2, Electric Boogaloo. I, uh, I, I remember the very first Avatar, seeing it in 3D, 
very immersive 3D. It was an amazing cinematic experience. Surprisingly enough, and I love movies, I have not gone back and watched Avatar at all in any way, shape or form. I saw it the once, love the experience. Did I go back? No. Do I want to go back? Mm, not really. I, I reckon this one should have been a one and done. So I, I you know, is it going to draw the, the, the immense amounts of money that it did before? Who knows? Probably. But um, I don't think I'll be first in line to see another one. And, and it's more than one part, isn't it? I think we're, we're copying another two parts filmed uh, simultaneously. Yes, I see a picture of a little baby avatar here, which is a lot of fun. Fantastic. Because um, like we all want to see more of Sam Worthington on the big screen, don't we? We all want more Sam Worthington. He's a consummate professional actor. He is a charisma vacuum. <laughs> God bless him. He tries, though. Uh, some things we can say we're probably hopefully going to like stroke love is uh, Black Panther 2, yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, the recent news this week is that they suspended some uh, filming because one of the actors uh, hurt herself on set. So they've uh, held up uh, production for a couple of weeks. That's an ouchie. Uh, Morbius was the comic book. I think it came out, out in the 70s. Now it wouldn't be the 80s. Morbius uh, is a vampire. I love Draculas, so that'll be a good one. That's Jared Leto in the lead, isn't it? Yeah. I finally saw his little cameo at the end of Justice League, and I don't get it. You don't get that one? I don't know why, why they did it. I don't know why is that. Well, uh, you know, Morbius popped up in all sorts of places back in the 70s. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, we're presuming that should be pretty yeah, Ty- good. Taika can't do any wrong. That's a must-see. He can't, uh, he can't lose it. What about one. the remake of Blade? We're getting a remake of Blade soon, aren't we? With yeah, Blade. Herschler Ali in the lead. I can't wait for that. Yeah, Aqu- and, uh, some more Aquaman. That's a good one for the ladies or anyone who likes handsome, muscly men. Anyone that likes seafood should go check out Aquaman too, for sure. <laughs> Something uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That's going to be yes. cool. Part two. Part two. Yes, that's right. That's going to have a lot of Doctor Strange action in it. Fantastic Beasts 2. I'm still ca- uh, three, rather. I'm still catching up with Fantastic Beasts um, 2. What is it? The Ballad of I don't know. It's got it's got Bilbo, a ba- Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, they've recast uh, Voldemort, haven't they? Oh, um, because Johnny Depp's sort of persona non grata in Hollywood. So uh, he played uh, all the baddie. I don't know. It's Voldemort. He played the baddie in the first two Fantastic Beasts films. Yeah, and um, they've recast him in the third. So no more Johnny Depp. He's been. Uh, <clears throat> It's been recast, so, uh, uh, yeah, it's disappointing. Yes, here's an opportunity for him to lose a little bit of money. Might be Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. For my money, it'll have, like to, fun. it'll have to be a bit better than the first one because, the yeah, I don't know, the first one was a bit, it was a bit too fighty for a guy who didn't do that much fighting in the comics. Oh, sure. <laughs> what about uh, DC? We'll, be, uh, we'll get a flash film out of DC, won't we, which is going to star... Michael Keaton, my favourite Batman, besides Adam West, uh, but the return of, you know, 1989 universe Batman. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. The trailer, you don't actually see Michael Keaton as Batman, but you certainly hear his voice. So uh, I think we're going to do the, uh, the old Flash multiverse thing, which sounds like great fun. Yes, it's going to be great. And I think this one has got the potential to be the biggest movie of the year, Lightyear. I guess it's a Buzz Lightyear um, origin story. Oh, really? I didn't know they were making this. Um, sure. 
Uh, I haven't even seen the most recent Toy Story. I thought Toy Story 3 was meant to be the end and then it kind of had the, the sad ending where the kid gave his toys away and all that sort of stuff. So I assumed they weren't going to make any more and obviously Disney Disney desperately needed the money so they went back to the well again. But, uh, yeah, sure, why not? One for the kids, why not? Chris Evans is going to be Buzz. Uh, oh, like a, young, a younger one. Yeah, he's right. young Buzz. And okay. uh, that's going to be released right in the dead of next winter, 16th of June. So that'll be something to warm uh, your cockles. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be busy getting my flu shot that day. Hey, what, what do you think about uh, Chris Pratt voicing Garfield? I think it's good. I think he's, he's good. He's, he's a good guy. On the whole. Surely Bill Murray's the ultimate voice of Garfield. Yeah, yeah. But Bill Murray's a really weird guy. Okay. I mean, you've got to admit that. And uh, someone sort of half his age might have a bit more of of an appeal. Sure, I I must. I've not seen either of the Garfield movies. I don't. I don't see any need to uh, to go to Garfield on the big screen. Here's just a few more to mention. Hotel Transylvania, another one that can't stop. That's doing well. Well, it can stop for Adam Sandler because he hasn't come back to voice his own character in the movie that he created that's produced by his own production team so even adam sandler can't be bothered to 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 record some voices for his own film he's another weird guy dc league of super pets sounds really interesting yeah Um, is the is the pets one going to be uh, cgi animals talking let's find out i don't like that cats and dogs movie no it's no i think it's going to be plain animation computer Oh, it's Crypto. Crypto the Super Dog, Streaky, right. Ace the Bat Hound. It's going to be right. good. It's got uh, Keanu Reeves, Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, John Krasinski. Yeah. Right. You're really interesting. That's okay. We're not allowed to call Dwayne the Rock anymore because uh, apparently his license with the Wrestling Federation's expired uh, and, and they can't afford to call him the Rock anymore. So he's just Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, John Wick 4. This goes on and on. Wow, next year is really going to be a bonanza, as you might expect after a pandemic. Absolutely. Yeah, John Wick 4, why not? Um, I, I like a bit of – have you seen John Wick 3? I, I quite – there's a scene where he's racing through some stables and he, he, he manages to slap a horse on the bum at exactly the right time yeah. and the horse kicks the, the bad guy through the wall. Fantastic action! Can't that's wait. That's a that real one. lol. That's a real lol in that. that movie. That's a great one, and you yeah. should never, oh. you should never kill John Wick's dogs. Look at John Wick's dogs. Do anything to John Wick's dogs, because if you hurt his pets, he will kill you. Yes, it's like um, what was that movie uh, with Charles Bronson in from the seventies? Death Wish. Death Wish. One, yeah, two, like three, four, five, yeah. six, and seven. I think by three. I think in Death Wish one. One person gets killed in Death Wish 2, three people get killed, and in Death Wish 3, 67 people get killed. Or that's, something that's right, like that's that. the one with him with a machine gun on the cover, yeah. of course. It's like, you know, what's, what's a man's life worth? Well, you know, in the case of John Wick, several thousands of um, henchmen. But there should just be a counter at the bottom of the, the screen, they should be taking bets at the beginning of the film as to how many people get killed. One more, Charlie, is uh, Black Adam, the DC property uh, with Dwayne again starring. Dwayne, and not The Rock Johnson. Can't not wait. Not The Rock. So and, that belongs uh, in the Shazam world, doesn't it? It's mm, a Shazam yes. universe type yes. thing. Yes. The rest of the stars are a bit, you know, they're not in the $20, 30000000 million sign-up. Mm. You know, you've got Pierce Brosnan. 
you'll get him for five or six. Noah Centineo, um, just don't know his name very well. Sarah Shahi, I don't know those names very well, so I think Dwayne's soaking up a lot of the budget for uh, Black Adam. I, w- I would think so. So are we going to get Black Adam before Shazam 2, or which, which order are we getting those films? Black Adam is going to be release date. Uh, I haven't got an Australian release date. I've only got July 29 in the U.S., Mm. So we're looking for Shazam too. Now I fell asleep through most of that, so I can't I say find that anything. Strange. About I, thought, it. I thought you loved your comic book films. I do, I do, I do. But um, I must have been particularly tired that night. Oh, well, look, look. Uh, hey, uh, I, I don't know if after the um, Spanish flu, whether vaudeville, vaudeville came back in a huge way, <laughs> you know, and um, you know it was just vaudeville, vaudeville, vaudeville in every corner or something like that. But there are so many movies out there. People will. Um, it's going to be expensive. If you're well, if, if the cinemas have survived, they're going to certainly be prospering this time next year, if they've survived up till yeah. now already. Will you, will you be in the line for Bond this Thursday? No, I'm okay with letting that go through to the keeper. <laughs> but we, uh, we, We've uh, waited two years for this film. This film's been ready to go for two years. I think if he was really committed, he'd make time to die. <laughs> oh, fair <laughs> that enough. That joke. No, no. I, I, look... I, I like a bon- I like a good Bond film. I'm not too sure if the reviews are suggesting this is a good one. But um, for once, you know, it sounds like there's an arc. You know, they, they, unlike the Roger Moore's and the Connerys, which were standalone adventures, mm. uh, the, these these ones with Daniel Craig seem to have a little bit of a of, of a through line. So it will be nice to see this particular Bond through to to the final chapter. And I understand that. Daniel Craig's done with it after this. So time for the new James Bond. Of course, the new James Bond should be uh, Kumail Nanjiani or uh, Dev Patel. If, if I, I, I want one of those two guys to be the new Bond. You got you to pick for the new Bond? Yeah, what did I watch with Dev the other day? Uh, the Green Man. The Green Knight. What the Green Knight, film. yeah. Yeah, Which is a, a, like a poem or a story or something, which yeah, I knew a little medieval, bit. Yeah, weird medieval story. But, yeah, I reckon Dev Patel... Yeah. Or, or, or Kumail Nunjani as a new Bond, or both. They should have the 007 and 009 or, or whatever. They should, they should both be in the next Bond film for or sure. Sam or give us a Lady Bond. Or Sam, or Sam Worthington. Or the, it, yes, Sam Worthington should play the next uh, vacuum black hole in the next MCU because he sucks up the sucks up the charisma like you wouldn't believe. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be. Like he's doing exceptionally well considering his level of talent. He's just that guy, isn't he? I mean, I bet not one American really knows his name. Oh, he's made more money not being him. He's made more money with ping pong balls attached to him in a green screen room than for his acting. He did star in those uh, Titans films, didn't he? And they made a lot of money, but I don't think anyone talks too favourably about them now. My mum really loved them and really loves them, both both options. The, um, um, because they're they're just such fun, but uh, you know, not good. All right, Charlie, well, we we better let you go. Uh, thanks so much for the review. Seven out of ten okay. for Eternals yeah. or the Eternals. This interview has gone almost as long as the uh, Eternals film, yeah, one hundred sixty-eight yeah, minutes. So, sorry about that, but uh, I didn't know um, there was going to be such a dearth of stuff out next year. I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. 
there's going to be so much, so many ex- Hollywood executives are going to be rich. Churur. Oh, of course, of course, of course. But, you know, there's, despite all the films coming out next year, there's still plenty of time to listen to uh, 90s music uh, on your favourite radio station, Slice Radio. How about that for a plug? Yeah, the show's great. People are loving it. Um, you know, what can you say? It's its its own success story. Oh, I hope so. The, ne- the next episode, I'm going to be revisiting the music that was being played at my 21st, which was in the 90s. So uh, special episode, uh, we're revisiting my 21st because it's around my 21st episode too. So we're going we're to revisit my 21st. Any people popping in for little interviews to say how the yeah, night Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm tracking down some some people who were actually at my 21st. I'm going to get them to uh, give me some recollections of, because it was a fancy dress party, what the hell were they wearing? And then I'm going to get them to, to pick, pick some, uh, pick some, their favorite tunes from the nineties and favorite tunes that would have been playing at the party. So we'll see. Um, Cause a lot of people don't know this, but Maynard was meant to be DJing my 21st. I booked him to turn up Uh for some reason, he he didn't, didn't make it. So um, yeah. So uh, Maynard was there a refund? Twenty first. Um, sorry. Was there a refund? Oh, I I I I think I was going to pay him on the night. So oh, he okay. made up for it. He DJed my wedding. It's fine. But yeah, I I I probably will. I'll get Maynard to say hello and tell me what he would have played if he'd turned up for my twenty first. Yes, Maynard back out on the streets uh, last weekend, wasn't he? What was the weekend before? No, it was last weekend, wasn't it? He was back yeah. uh, two week, the weekend before last, oh, yeah. uh, the Mad Club. But they, they've announced a new date in January, which I hope to get to. Uh, it's a bit of a shame the Castanet Club exhibition closes this Friday and um, I just, I'm just not going to get there. Um, so it's a bit of a shame. But the 30-minute documentary about the Castanet Club is certainly worth tracking down. And I've got a copy of the book that goes with the exhibition Fascinating, and I, I've, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a bit too young, believe it or not. Uh, for the Castanet Club was a little bit before my time. I, I sort of discovered Maynard in the '90s on Triple J, but yeah, very, very talented group of people who have mostly gone on. The majority of the members are still working in showbiz, which is pretty amazing for sort of a, a cabaret collective from the early '80s. Some of them are worth a lot of money. A couple of them. Well, some of them have uh, Oscars. Mm which is a good thing. Thank you, Charlie Fat. Let's talk again soon. Yeah, Sam Worthington doesn't have an Oscar. I'll just say that. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Great talking movies with you, Dan. Wow, how was that? I think we mentioned every single solitary movie worth watching in the next 18 months. Let's see how we go with our predictions. I'm guessing we'll be perfectly right on every one. There sure is a lot of excellent movies set for release next year. Well, that's about it for me this week. Big, big, big thanks goes out to DJ Charlie Fat. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time and stay safe.